When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey everyone, and welcome to Real Life Real Crime Daily for Friday, February 10th, 2023. I'm Jim Chapman. I'm Woody Overton. And I'm Mike Agavino. Happy Friday. Is it Friday? It's Friday. It's Friday. TGIF. Friday. Friday before the Super Bowl. Yes. Yes. So My maybe, team didn't make it though. Maybe Cincinnati. We'll, maybe we'll take a little time at the end here to yeah. make some Super Bowl wagers, some yep. some predictions. Absolutely. The, couple of fun facts on that one the largest television sales in the entire year happened this week big screens everybody's getting a big screen for them to show the super really i did not know that absolutely i would have thought christmas would have been nope that by far and then as you go look on all the sales at best buy and everybody's having to hey shout out to best buy if you want to sponsor real life real crime daily (laughs) Uh, um all the contact my yeah all the TV manufacturers, their big sales are this weekend. Probably sell a little alcohol before this weekend as yes. well. I so I'll throw the other fun fact that I learned many, many years ago is the day, single day of the year that has five times more higher reported cases of domestic violence than any other day. Guess what it is, y'all? Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> Super Bowl Sunday. I, I think it's, you know, Alcohol induced, maybe gambling. Uh, gambling. Uh, the last game of the year, you you won't shut up. Uh, uh, yeah. Your team loses. So it could, hey, that could be male or female. We're ladies, not being biased. Ladies, consider this a public service announcement. Hey, men too. If your hey, if women, your husband's if my wife beats me up every right. if your husband's Sunday. team is down by more than ten points at halftime, you should probably exit the leave. building. Exit the building, leave. please. For your safety, come back Monday. Look, men I know too. some. I, I know some ladies though that, that yeah, yeah, they pull as hard as them men. Lori Johnson, I know you can right, be watching right, this right. Sunday. Best banker check, but <laughs> um, that certainly goes both ways, y'all. The, those stats include women, domestic, on men, and vice versa. Interesting. Yeah, probably. Uh, uh, you know, I would say that's probably a lot to do with gambling as well. Your disappointed team loses. Alcohol gets involved. Yeah. And, yeah, punches from Well, and those stats will be even higher this weekend because you got Philly fans involved. Too. Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, there yeah. is no lower form of Watch. on planet Earth <laughs> oh my God. than a Philadelphia hey, Eagles hey, fan. I've been to Philadelphia numerous times. That's all I got to say about we that. Love, <laughs> we love our Philly fans. We love fans. our Philly fans. That's all I got to say about that. Donovan McNabb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go way back. He was great. He was a great quarterback. Yeah. He was good. He was yeah. good. Anyway, so we have some stuff to talk to you all about today, actually concerning We do. News. We're not going to do uh, nonstop Super Bowl reporting. <laughs> okay, we'll do that. We'll, we'll get back to that at the That's end. I right. think we're going to start with an update close to home here in the Matty Brooks case. Right, right Jim? Yeah, so uh, there was a press conference held on January 27th. Uh, Carrie Miller, who is the attorney representing the Brooks family, spoke out. He wanted to set the record straight. Uh, There's been a lot of victim blaming uh, with Maddie Brooks and her her, uh, rape case uh, and eventual death, not resulting from the rape, but the eventual death of Maddie. Um, On Friday... The attorneys for Case and Carver, Caven Washington, 
Everett Lee in an unnamed uh, four suspect who was 17 held a press conference saying Brooks wouldn't have complained about the alleged rape had she been alive. Uh, this sparked a lot of understandable anger. People thought that was, in, number one, just in really bad taste, uh, to say the least. Uh, number two, these guys uh, gave Swarb's statement saying that uh, the young girl had been intoxicated. So as we've discussed, and we're not going to rehash all this in detail, but uh, you cannot submit to sex if you are intoxicated as per Louisiana law that is considered third degree rape. And they have a number, and that number is point three one. One, I believe, is it not Woody? It may be a little bit higher. Point three one eight or something like that. Um, you are too drunk to submit per Louisiana law, so you can't. You can't say, "Yes, it's okay for you to have sex with me if you're drunk." Right. So the lawyer representing the suspects, they organized a brief press conference. They're uh, combating all this stuff, and they said that they have video footage proving that Mr. Washington and the 17-year-old are not guilty. The two defendants who engaged in consensual acts with Miss Brooks did so after obtaining verbal consent. But it's just as we just said, you can't verbally consent if you're drunk. Right. So and that's their their interpretation of the video. The judge evidently thought different after he saw it and raised bonds. Yeah, now there was some information coming out uh, from the defense that said Miss Brooks asked to be dropped off at a sorority sister's house in Pelican Lakes. The driver complied. Miss Brooks left the car of her own volition, saying she would get an Uber, and she is seen on video leaving the vehicle in unharmed and in good health. Again, this is according to the defense. Nobody it is else has seen the video. And they did state it would be confirmed by video at a later date. Uh, the attorney, Carrie Miller, basically fired back and said, we have a blood alcohol number. It establishes intoxication under the statute, which makes, which makes consent irrelevant. Now, if you're an defense attorney, your response to that would be, well, we didn't test her blood alcohol level. We didn't have a blood alcohol level tester. But the whole problem here is when they were being uh, – uh, basically questioned by the police they made statements and one of them said she was drunk drunk drunker than drunk right one of them said we knew she was drunk so they they admitted under questioning that they knew she was drunk had they not admitted that maybe they could say hey we didn't test her blood alcohol yeah. level but they admitted all that under questioning right. matter of fact they said drunker than drunk so right. they've got a problem there yeah Horrible, horrible case, um, and there's going to be a lot more to come out on this, y'all. You know, when the video finally gets released, it's going to be um, how you think about what you see, but it is what it is. It's just the BAC doesn't lie. As always, you know, everybody's innocent until proven guilty, um, so stay tuned on Real Life Real Crime Daily. We're certainly going to bring you updates as they come. You guys remember Megan Hall? Name ring a bell? Is that a trick question? It wasn't a trick question. Let me give you a All right. The Laverne, Tennessee Police Department? Does oh, that yeah, ring yeah, a bell? yeah, 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 yeah. The sex cop. Yeah. The sex cop. Yeah. God, you would, that would offend her for you to call no, her. No, no, actually, I think, she, I think she would she's, be upset she's by that. She's come out and said she's a sex cop, basically. She's come out and said a lot. Um, <laughs> she's come out. I and, like her moxie. <laughs> and she's, she said uh, that basically she told this to, to Fox News, to local Fox affiliate in Nashville, that, that she cracked. And so for those of you. <laughs> Don't do it, Woody. Those, Don't those do of it, you that, Don't do that it. Didn't, uh, didn't happen to listen to the couple of episodes where we touched on, on, on this case, let me quickly recap for you that Megan Hall is a. Tennessee cop who was fired was after an investigation found she was that she had affairs with multiple male colleagues on the force. She said that she cracked after considering divorce from her husband and that her sexual escapades, quote, 
kind of got out of hand, according to transcripts of an interview with an internal investigator. Mm -hmm. So this is coming right from those transcripts. Quote, me and my husband were kind of on the verge of a divorce. And I just cracked. And then it just kind of got out of hand. In regard to her affair with one former coworker, a sergeant by the name of Lewis Powell, she said that she had sex with him, quote, a lot. And she went on to say that his wife, Powell's wife, just doesn't want to have sex with him. That, so, I'm so pretty sure that's according to Powell. She didn't get that directly okay. from Powell's in, wife. In this that's particular like the case, the, man. The, the case of Powell, Officer Hall was providing an important service that wasn't getting <laughs> wasn't getting done at home. I, I would. She was you know, cracking I would, the case. I would think the department would have thrown that case out, but I, I, I don't know why they didn't. But Hall said that her relationship with Powell became especially complicated when she tried to break it off with him, alleging that he called her at one point to say that he drank an entire bottle of Jack Daniels and wanted to kill himself. Quote, I just want to kill myself. I wanted to drive off and get into a wreck, and it's all because of you is what he told Hall. She told the investigator that she told Powell to just sleep it off. And eventually, over time, they stopped texting and um, and things improved. You guys don't know this, but we, uh, we've had the Real Life Real Crime Daily I-team on this case for a while, really since day one, because this we found this story particularly intriguing. And so we've... Uh, uh, we've got some some inside sources at the Laverne Police Department, and uh, I want to give you an update on some things. So last month, former patrol officer Hall um, was found to be having undisclosed sexual relations with multiple male colleagues, including Trists while on duty. The probe led to the firing of the five officers, which we've already talked about, including Hall and three other suspensions. I'm going to mention the names again of the officers because uh, they come up in uh, in her story. And so you you had uh, Powell, who we've already mentioned. You had a patrol officer named Juan Lugo Perez. You had a detective named Seneca Shields. And you had a sergeant named Henry Ty McGowan. Additionally, <laughs> this first caught me. Uh, a canine officer. I, I thought they meant an animal there, but then it says canine officer Larry Holiday. So I canine, there's there's no handler. There, yeah, there's no, no beast uh, there's no dog actually involved. Uh, and then a patrol officer named uh, Patrick Malioko and a patrol officer named Gavin Schubert. Uh, those are the two that were suspended. The newly released transcripts reveal how Hall tried to convince her husband. So new name here, Jedediah Hall. Jedediah is quite a guy. So Jedediah is, uh, Jedediah Hall was married to, to Megan. Um, and Megan tried to convince Jedediah to get into a wife swap with patrol officer Patrick Malioko and his wife. But Jedediah turned her down. She said when Malioko was like right by us and then on the couch and was like, if you all start making out, maybe Jedediah will get into it. <laughs> Trying to give my husband the idea. And when we started making out, Jedediah was like, no. So <laughs> she starts making out with the other cop in front of her husband and her husband Still says no. So the Jedediah. Uh, I wonder why they were almost on the verge of divorce. So wait, so, so, so so then Megan. So then Megan Hall and this uh, Patrick uh, Maglioco's wife start making out, and oh Jedediah got upset. And the following day, Maglioco asked Megan about her husband's reaction since he was under the impression from Hall, for Megan, that their marriage was open. Uh, Jedediah is apparently a park ranger in Tennessee. And Jedediah ain't into the wife sharing thing. And so Megan, I don't know how she didn't pick up this vibe. You would think you either 
get the vibe or don't get the vibe but from your she, husband. She was on the verge of divorce already. So. Yeah, she was. Things weren't going well, and, and she thought that this would, you know, kind of pep things up. So, again, that, new, that newly released transcript between Hall and the investigator also really, re- revealed that Hall and McGowan, so now we're on to another officer. This is not Maglioco. This is McGowan, Ty McGowan, who's a sergeant, tried to get Jedediah to participate in group sex with them and McGowan's wife. <laughs> so, quote, Ty wanted to get Jed to have a thing with all of us, she said. Quote, we played strip uno. You guys play uno? Ever play uh, uno? I've used to play, uh, yeah. The numbers and lot. colors. Mm-hmm. and you get, yeah. I, I don't, I don't. I never played strip. I, I don't strip get the strip uno. angle on uno. Know, yeah. I don't know when clothing comes off. Uh, uh, write us, uh, listeners. Let us know about uh, Strip Uno, the rules of the game. Anyway, she we, we played Strip Uno, and then McGowan's wife went out onto the patio with Jed. So Megan, Megan and Ty began kissing for a little bit. Um, uh, but then it was clear that once again, Jed really wasn't on board. Megan went on to say that the Sergeant, Ty McGowan has a foot fetish. (laughs) And so, um, uh, but McGowan argued, told the investigator that Hall was the one with the foot fetish. So we have dueling foot fetishes. Because that really is, very important in the grand scheme of things. Well, and the transcript further revealed that Hall sent nude photos to that officer, Schaubert, uh, uh Magliocco, Powell, and another officer, Holiday. Wonder, and she also received nude photos from several of oh, I wonder, those guys. I wonder if it's nude photos of feet, uh, <laughs> unsocked feet. Well, uh, technically, that would be a nude. Ultimately, she acknowledged that she learned, quote, that nothing outside of the police department stays outside of the police department. Yeah. I got stupid. I got desperate, I guess. And guys are guys and they'll oh. stick their dick in anything. Oh, <laughs> so, wait, so wait a minute. Think of the last, that, this is her quote. Right. So I got stupid. I got desperate, I guess. And guys are guys and they'll stick their D in anything. You're referring to yourself, Megan. Yeah. Um, I think she's like recess. No class. No, this is probably the last update we're going to provide but, on, but, on Megan's but story. Hey, but but the, the reason we're doing this, y'all, that they're actually, and we can make fun of this because these are grown ass people. But the problem with it again is the malfeasance in the office part. They were doing this uh, a lot of this on duty in units uh, when they should have been protecting and serving the public and not each other. And that's why the mayor of Laverne, Jason Cole, called this scandal unacceptable and said that the investigation was launched as soon as the escapades were brought to the attention of city leadership. That, quote, our top priority moving forward will include rebuilding the public's trust. I have full confidence in the police department's leadership team and their ability to lead the department. I'm just thankful they cracked the case. But um, bump. So I'm I'm glad that this guy's got full wow. confidence in the department moving forward. I'm sorry, Megan, this will be the last report. We're going to pull the I-team off the story yeah. as we need to deploy them right. elsewhere. Good luck to you, ma'am. And you're seeking future job employment. Shout out to Astro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. My allergies are throwing my whole morning off. Do I sound different to you? You love it. You sound like, it's that time of year, though, bro. I sound different to me. I feel like I'm in a submarine. Yeah, well, have you tried Astro? It's faster, bro. Oh. Right? Astro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24 hour over the counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength, indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Hey, I use this. 
and you should too, Jim. Last week, I planted my garden, and it's that time of the year, and my allergies really kicked up with it, right? I use AstroPro every time my nasal allergies flare up, and I'm always amazed at how fast I'm back in the game, down on those rows, playing my stuff. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with AstroPro. Go to AstroProAllergy.com for a discount so you can AstroPro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O Allergy.com. It's faster, bro. Uses directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. AstroPro and go. It's springtime, boys. The grass is green, the birds are chirping, and the kids will be out of school soon. That makes it the perfect time to plan a family vacation. And we know from the stories we cover that this is not exactly the time to take the family to the Caribbean. You don't want to end up in the middle of some cartel drug shootout. So this year, it's time to take an international journey. And of course, a big international trip is just one reason to learn a new language with Rosetta Stone. You might have a different one. Maybe you want to connect with family or friends living overseas. Maybe you want to acquire a new skill for work or better understand a certain culture. Rosetta Stone has helped me have fun with my mother and at least have partial conversations in Italian after only a few lessons. Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users in 25 languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish, and many more. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways. No English translation, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. Intuitive process, you pick up a language naturally. Designed for long-term retention. Speech recognition. The true accent feature is like having a personal trainer for your accent. Rosetta Stone is convenient and an amazing value. That's right, Woody. A lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language needs. That's lifetime access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Real Life Real Crime and Daily Show listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. Sayonara. Because it won't be in law enforcement. We mentioned earlier that it is Super Bowl week. We also mentioned that the, well, actually, I mentioned that Philadelphia Eagle fans are the worst fans in the NFL. <laughs> Quote me on that. Um, but Woody, something came out about a player on the Eagles? Yeah, this is... Uh... Joshua Seals, y'all, he got indicted on rape and kidnapping charges just this week before the Super Bowl. So Seals is an offensive guard for the Eagles and has been indicted on rape and kidnapping charges for a 2019 incident in Guernsey County, Ohio, court documents show, and the charges come just days before the team heads to the Super Bowl. The Ohio Attorney General, Dave Yost and Guernsey County Sheriff Jeffrey D. Patton announced the charges in a press release on Wednesday. Seals, 25, was indicted on one charge of rape and one charge of kidnapping, both for y'all, or first-degree felonies. The indictment alleges that in December of 2019, Seals forced the victim into unwanted sexual activity and held her against her will. Officials said the victim reported it immediately to the Guernsey County Sheriff's Office, which investigated the case before charges were brought. Um, Seals is a rookie with the Philadelphia Eagles, and he's from Ohio, and he was signed as an undrafted free agent in 2022. He played at West University before transferring to Oklahoma State, where he played for one year. The Eagles are headed to the Super Bowl to face the Kansas City Chiefs on February 12th in Arizona, and Seals is due to have his first court appearance on February 16th. Wait, so can this guy play in the Super Bowl? Uh, now I'm pretty sure the NFL has their policies on everything from beating your wife to raping somebody else. Uh, um, he's going to be suspended and not allowed to play until the investigation is complete. 
Don't they have separate policies for the Eagles, given the thuggery <laughs> that exists on the team? City, brotherly love. Hey, my only question would be this. It happened in 2019. She reported it immediately, and they're just, just now coming out the week before the Super Bowl. It's a little bit of a time lapse there. Yeah, like, I, I don't— Like four I, years. Yeah, but I, I don't think this guy— is much of a factor as a as a player, so um, I don't I don't think that timing was. It's not going to upset the Vegas odds or anything, but I'm certainly four years on a rape and kidnapping case. Yeah, no timing is timing's weird. That's another Super Bowl tidbit for y'all. Just another reason my money is on Kansas City. Right. You gonna lose that money. <laughs> What's the spread? We have to talk about that. Kill Kansas. what the spread is. Moving right along, folks. We have talked extensively about the Alec Baldwin case on the uh, set of the movie Rust. And last time we discussed this case, we discussed the fact that the DA in Santa Fe had come out saying they were going to charge. Baldwin at the end of January. And we talked around uh, the table here about whether that was, uh, you know, whether that was for show, whether that was an attempt to uh, get Baldwin and his attorney to sit down at the table and possibly, you know, plead it down to a lesser charge and keep this thing out of a potential courtroom and uh, it certainly looked like the tea leaves looked like that's where this was kind of going. And and at this point, we don't know, um, you know, there's no information about whether, you know, there were conversations like that. Yeah. But, uh, but what, uh, what we did find out is that the, uh, the DA uh, got uh, the governor to support position and, um, and to release a lot of funds, the kind of funds necessary for uh, for the state to put on the kind of case that they would have to put on in order to uh, to be able to convict somebody uh, capable of of mounting a defense like Alec Baldwin is, and so it looks like it's on. It looks like you know these folks are getting in the ring. Yep, the. Um we predicted it was coming. Uh, I don't really get the whole damn thing, but it is what it is. Well, he, so he's been formally charged with two counts of involuntary manslaughter. The armorer, if you remember, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, was also charged. We learned last time we talked about this case that the assistant director, this guy David Halls, who oversaw safety on the set, already took a plea deal. And we thought that that was sort of foreshadowing what right. the DA was trying to do here. The fact that, uh, that they had already worked out a, uh, a deal with halls who pled down to negligent use of a deadly weapon. Right. And, uh, uh, and you know, it was, it was halls that handed the gun, uh, to Baldwin before he, uh, before he shot the gun. So this is a, a kind of a, uh, strange, strange thing. Maybe Woody, maybe you've seen something like this uh, uh, happen before. But they're charging two people with the same crimes, and they're not people who were accomplices or were cooperated together. They're actually so they've charged these two people with the same crime, and those two people are pointing fingers. At each other. So you've got Gutierrez Reed pointing at Baldwin. You've got Baldwin pointing at Gutierrez Reed, and you've got the state coming after both of them with the same charge. Yeah, but neither one of them are going to say, mm, yeah, I'm guilty. I'm not checking for live rounds. Um, I don't know how you charge two with the same crime because only one person pulled the trigger. Well, in the deposition that was taken from Gutierrez Reed, she said that Baldwin, quote, had very limited training on the cross draw that was required for the scene on the 21st. So we're talking about the scene where uh, the, the, the tragedy takes place and limited training in firearms 
and had to check his own firearm as to whether it was loaded or unloaded. So Reed is saying that Baldwin was irresponsible and was discarding her warnings and her attempts to get him to go through the right kind of training, the right kind of training for the right amount of time and to follow procedures. I'd be like, "Mm, that's what I pay you for. Yeah. And you know, I think where the problem comes in in this whole case is Baldwin's already been caught lying. And when you lie, it means you're trying to hide something and uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, he made a statement saying he never pulled the trigger. Uh, the FBI and everybody else that knows anything about firearms knows that if you have a revolver, it is impossible, absolutely impossible for it to fire without intentionally pulling the trigger. It has a very long sweep in that trigger. You've got to pull it. You know, you got to pull a revolver in order for it to fire because that whole cylinder has to revolve around um, there is absolutely no way. It is absolutely impossible for a revolver to fire without pulling the trigger. It's impossible for any firearm to fire without pulling the trigger. I always teach my kids and everybody, your finger is your safety. You don't need a safety. Your finger is your safety. Yep. And then guess what? It's always been unloaded guns are the ones that kill. With all the cases I worked with, they're like, but the gun was unloaded. I'm like, mm-hmm. obviously it wasn't. Well, so the, the the prosecutors laid out their case. The district attorney, Mary Carmack Outwees, laid out in a presentment the, um, the state's case against Baldwin. And what uh, they said is that Baldwin's deviation from known standards, practice, and protocol directly caused the death of Helena Hutchins. By not receiving the required training on firearms, not checking the firearm with the armorer, letting the armorer leave the firearms in the church without being present, deviating from the practice of only accepting the firearm from the armorer, not dealing with the safety complaints on set and or making sure safety meetings were being held, putting his finger on the trigger of a real firearm when a replica or rubber gun should have been used, pointing the firearm at Hutchins and Souza, and the overall handling of the firearms in a negligent manner. Baldwin acted with willful, disregard for the safety of others and in a manner which endangered other people, specifically Hutchins and Sousa. Sousa was the other one who got shot but not killed. So uh, prosecutors also brought up Baldwin's role as a producer, which is something we've, we've talked about before. In his producer's position, the evidence indicates that Baldwin also did not act to address the lack of daily safety meetings that are required to be conducted by the first assistant director. The other major point brought up by the, pro- by the prosecution was whether, guided by Hutchins' directions or not, Baldwin knew the first rule of gun safety is never point a gun at someone you don't intend on shooting. That's what the prosecution wrote. In addition, always assume a gun is loaded. Had Baldwin performed the required safety checks with the armorer Reed, this tragedy would not have occurred. In addition, if Baldwin had not pointed the gun at Hutchins and Souza, this tragedy would not have occurred. So it appears that the state is... Uh, full speed ahead. This was uh, this was not a uh, an attempt to get him to the to the bargaining table. At least looks that way, and uh, looks like we are headed for a trial here. The documents from the district attorney also contain some interesting information about the live rounds. So six live rounds of ammunition were found on the set of Rust, according to their documents. Evidence and statements indicate that aside from what Hannah Gutierrez-Reed may have brought to the set with her, all weapons and ammunition for the production were obtained from a company called PDQ Arms and Prop. We've talked about them previously. However, investigators found that the live ammunition seized from the PDQ Arms and Prop business did not match the live ammunition found on the set of Rust. So... You've got a company responsible for all of the ammunition on set and the state found that the live rounds that were found on the set did not come from that company responsible for delivering all the ammunition to the set. How they found that out. So where do the live rounds on the set come from? 
uh, no idea. Maybe somebody's going to shoot jackrabbits afterwards uh, with a old Colt forty-five. I don't know, but I, I, I just don't get it. Well, supposedly Gutierrez Reed and Halls, the one who already took the plea deal, were the only other crew members that handled the gun uh, before it was given to uh, uh, to Baldwin. So. Um, Holes allegedly handed uh, Baldwin the, the 45 revolver, him, telling him that it was a cold gun. Prior to that, Gutierrez-Reed spun the cylinder to show Halls what was in the gun. Think you hand somebody a cold gun? It's a cold freaking gun. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't, I'm I just don't, not even going to say I, I hate that. that somebody died. It's bullshit. Uh, I can officially go on the record and say I'm never going to watch this movie if it ever comes out or not. <laughs> and, it's, you know, it's a tragedy. Somebody died. Somebody effed it up. Well, unless they work something out prior, folks, uh, we should expect a preliminary hearing sometime in April. Um, and at that hearing, the judge will determine whether, uh, you know, we should move forward with the trial. So stay tuned. Let's move on to one of my favorite topics. Woody, one of your favorite topics? Probably. Absolutely. Also the most served snack at the Super Bowl. <laughs> you have lots of good Buffalo Super Bowl wings. Drinks. Do you think though mm-hmm. uh you could go through a million and a half dollars worth of chicken wings during a I, Super Bowl weekend? Tell you what, the, um this weekend at Crew Bash I ordered fifty from and these are big wings from the Blue Point. Blue Point, if you're listening, give a shout out. The best fried chicken in Baton Rouge. Uh, and these are whole wings. And they got destroyed between my friends and stuff that were in the room. But a million and a half dollars worth? Probably not. There's a black market there. Former school official uh, in the Chicago suburb of Harvey had a bizarre scheme involving $1.5 million of stolen chicken wings. Her name was Vera Liddell. State attorney's office alleged that Liddell launched an embezzlement scheme where she was basically stealing $1.5 million worth of chicken wings. The alleged scheme began during the height of the COVID-19 pandemic. And from July 2020 to February of 22, Liddell placed hundreds of unauthorized orders for food items, including 11,000 cases of chicken wings, for which the district was billed. 11,000 cases. For which the district was billed more than 1.5 million. The purchases were made separately from the legitimate orders made by the school district, and the district paid the bills, y'all. So a closer review uncovered individual invoices signed by Liddell for just absurd quantities of chicken wings. And when it was all said and done, it was $1.5 million. Hey, I, I think I could eat chicken wings every day for the rest of my life and not eat 11,000 cases of it. 11,000? How big would a case how of about, chicken probably, wings be? Probably 100 or 200 wings or something, right? That's a I lot. mean, yeah, a case is not 20. Where would they even store that? That's a good question. Probably a refrigerated truck or something. The school district couldn't even serve these wings to the kids because they had bones in it. They had to sell the the only food. I'm I'm telling you because I've read this. They the only wing chicken products they can serve the kids. They, they cannot have bones in it. Oh. Yeah, For and, and so so he's ordering all those chicken wings, and the district's paying for it, and some bean counter didn't catch it for years. So you're for you're years. a controller or whatever you are yeah. for the school district. Just, You've never signed. For eleven thousand chicken cases. wings because you can't serve them right, anyway. Right, right. This is during the pandemic, right. so school's not even right, right. open. Right. Kids can come and get their meals or, there yeah, yeah. or uh, arrange to pick them up. But so, I mean, I, one invoice sliding by you, yeah, maybe eleven thousand cases. They're consistently ordering these things and it goes on. I'm for pretty sure over. the price of chicken wings went up in Chicago. In the well, she was definitely this. selling this yeah, to yeah. A, so a restaurant somewhere. The price of chicken wings in restaurants in Chi-Town went up dramatically after this dude got busted. 
because they had to buy it from legitimate sources. Wasn't getting it for half price no more. Right. I'd love to know how she thought she was going to get away with that. They ruined a bunch of Super Bowl parties, and they were going to make those chicken wings buffalo wings. Maybe she thought she was going to escape town before they uh, they got to her. I mean, maybe she had when, to know eventually. The bears, the bears didn't get to the Super Bowl, so. Eventually, the chicken wing caper was they going took to, to. They took them to Philadelphia. Hey, y'all. My wife's biggest struggle this past year was fighting the symptoms associated with menopause. Hot flashes, mild mood swings, and sleeplessness. She had them all until she tried Hormone Harmony. She was amazed at how much Hormone Harmony reduced her symptoms and supported her mood and her general well-being. Hormone Harmony is not just a supplement for women going through perimenopause, menopause, or postmenopause. It's become a phenomenon. Women cannot stop talking about it on social media. A bottle of Hormone Harmony is sold every 24 seconds. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. So Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. Any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances can take it. But it's perfect for those horrible menopause symptoms that put a woman's life on hold. Hot flashes and night sweats, racing thoughts and low moods, poor sleep and feeling tired all the time, occasional bloating and gas, no desire to be in bed next to someone, if you know what I mean. Yeah, Hormone Harmony can help with all of these things. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code RLRC at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code RLRC for 15% off today. Why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, says she's seen more health issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can look to improve any dog's health. What she discovered is that the way many dog foods are made can actually create toxins that could be wrecking our dog's health. And this is true for many premium brands. Fortunately, she found that just by adding a few special superfoods to her dog's food, she saw huge transformations in their health. She's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. Now, my dog, Phoebe, is the queen of our house, and I can tell you that her health is extremely important to us. She is a part of our family. I watched the video, y'all, and I was amazed by the things I didn't know that could impact your dog's health. This 20-minute video is packed full of tips that I've already started with my dog, Phoebe. I'm noticing more energy, healthier skin and coat. If you want to keep your dog healthy and happy, go to badlandsfood.com slash R-L-R-C and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D.com slash R-L-R-C. R C. We confident today, guys? Feeling good about it? Yeah, today? I got to say, uh, disclaimer for myself, the name part, because I have my OCD block about names. I can see faces. I can hear the tunes. I can do everything, but I just can't. You got your ass kicked. I did get my ass kicked. You did, you did take, get your uh, ass yeah, kicked. Yeah, I, I, I knew it, and I own that. I listened <laughs> and, back to the episode to yeah. tally the score. And, and there uh, wasn't even one. And the yeah. official... Uh, Real Life Real Crime Daily count of the score is a, Jim a lot. Jim stomped the mud hole <laughs> on my ass and walked, a little. Dry. walked it dry. <laughs> right. Walked it dry. Okay, but ripped off. I believe we've. I, I believe that today's game is a little bit different and will work uh, to be more equitable. To use a huh. a very uh, in phrase, and so uh, we're going to execute this a little differently. You guys are both going to have a piece of paper and you're going to write down your answers. So Woody, we need to get you a, a pen in hand. 
and paper. Should be one right there where we sit, Woody, on that thing. Jim appears very confident here pregame. He's <laughs> pretty good at this. He's relaxed. He's got his paper in a in a good position. Don't put it in a position where Woody can cheat. Yeah. Yeah. Get it get it out of his line of sight. I wouldn't have graduated high school. Better to cheat than repeat. Okay, so let me explain. <laughs> let me explain this game. Explain. Explain this game. I am going to play clips. I've got 10 uh, regular clips and then two, call them overtime or tiebreaker clips in case you guys right. are are tied. These clips hey, are... I'm not, personally, I'm offended. He might want to cheat off me. Well, you're letting him <laughs> cheat off you by, by doing that. So you, you're offending yourself. Uh, you by, know what? I'm not worried about it because he can't read my handwriting. No, that's well, right. I can't even read well, am I going to be able to read your handwriting no. to decide well, whether I mean, you got things right or not? Um, possibly. <laughs> okay. Probably so, so these are themes. So the songs from crime series, cops or private detectives, you know, related to crime television series from seventies, eighties, nineties. And so I am going to start with number one and I will play the whole clip unless uh, I see that both of you have already written down an answer. Okay, if you guys didn't both get that, then I'm uh, yeah, that's pretty very, easy. very concerned. Okay. Clip number two. Jim looking confident. Woody, I can't read your chicken scratch over there. Clip number three. Clip number four. Both of those pens went down inside of two seconds. There. Beats all you ever saw. Been in trouble with the law. Right. Okay. We know what you guys watched. Lighting the hills. Number five. Also, some pretty quick writing there. Now, here, this one could, uh, this could be where the demographic uh, difference. Number seven. see any movement from Chapman on that. Number nine. Okay, we had quick answers on number nine there. 
number 10. was 10 we're not gonna need tiebreakers <laughs> but let me this one doesn't exactly qualify as a cop show they just had their own brand of justice out west tiebreaker Final tiebreaker. How'd we do, boys? Number one. Was Hawaii Five O number two? I got it wrong. I think you got it right. If I'm reading you right, eighteen. Eighteen. Oh, cool. Number three. And I, I said Charlie's Angels. And I said the wrong answer. Dragnet. It was neither Charlie's Angels nor Dragnet. It was Chips. Okay, number four. You got it right. Dukes number of Hazard. Right. Oh yeah, Dukes Hazard. Number four yeah, was Dukes of Hazard. Number, Number five, five, Miami Vice. Miami Vice. Miami Vice is correct. So is it 4-4? Four, 4-4. Four? Four, four. We got a battle here. Did anyone get number six? The Green Lantern. No. Kojak. <laughs> <laughs> no. The Rockford Files, James ah, I knew that was what it was. Great, great show. Okay, that was a little old, though. I know he's going back. Number seven. Hill Street Blues. Hill Street Blues is what I put. Correct. Two corrects there. You guys are tied 5-5. Five, five. Number eight, Law and Order. Jim? Did not know. Woody takes the lead. Law and order. So wait, it's 6-5? It, it won't last six, long, five, Jim. Don't order. worry. It won't last long. Okay, wait. Question number nine. Magnum P.I. Magnum P.I. Magnum P.I. is correct. So wait, Woody, if you get this that, uh, or if... I'm, if not, I'm not getting the rest of them. Wait. Uh, I'll okay, well, this is that. the final question unless you guys tie. So Jim would oh, have to have this correct okay. and you would have to have it wrong. I'm pretty sure I got it wrong. So, number 10, your answer is Shaft. I said Shaft, too. Is that right? No, you're both wrong. Uh, then I won without going into the tiebreaker. Right. You the, won hey, six, five. Yeah, the correct, we, got, we both got Bonanza. What was the correct answer? Well, the correct answer on 10, by the way, was Beretta. Oh, yeah. And it was Bonanza. Uh, Bonanza for number 11. For and minus. number 12 is Anybody the, on the last one? Yes. Pimpin' Ain't Easy. That, that's my autobiography. I have no answer. Great show if you guys don't watch the show. I finally won one. It's and there's like seven <laughs> seasons of this out there to uh, to binge. It's called Bosch. Uh, I, I've seen it. I've never watched. I can't it. believe you didn't use Hunter as one of the you could, Hunter. Things. I thought you could put God, Bad Boys. Show. Bad Boys. Fred Dryer. Okay, so Charlie's Angels was the one that I was going to put in because I thought you guys would both get that one. But I, I was. You got a lot of them. I mean, what did you get? Seven. Yeah. He got six. I got five. Two, three, four, five, six. Seven. He got seven. He got seven out of out of ten. That's oh well, then he got seven. I got six. Right, because right. he had one more than I did. That's pretty good. Oh, man, pimping ain't easy. Hunter would have been in there. We would have tied. I didn't watch. That's my favorite show. Fred Dreyer. That's a good. So guys, I've played in. some. I've played some bad. I think that we want to talk Super Bowl for a couple yes. minutes before we say goodbye. Yes. And I'm going to throw something out there. I'm going to shock both of y'all because I just found this. This is breaking news. And I told you earlier about the TVs, and neither one of you were aware of that. Super Bowl miracle. Massive TV stolen from California man returned just in time for the big game. So this guy in California went to Costco and bought him an 85-inch television. He stops at the gas station, goes, gets back in his truck, Somebody took it. Another store down the road 
hears a vehicle turn and the 85-inch falls out of the truck. The store employees go, it's in the Costco box, and it has a tag on. They they move it out of the road, being good citizens they are. Costco looks up who bought it, and they contact the man, and guess what? He now has his 85-inch television for the It survived the, the fall out of the truck? That's what I said. Evidently, it survived the fall out of the truck. Shit, I ordered one off of Amazon. It was all busted when I got to my house. Mm. But people, protect your TVs or go get you a sale. I can't believe the, uh, the TV survived that fall. I, I think I'd make Costco give me another one. I wouldn't be that trusting yeah, right, about right. the, uh, hey, about the It might be have a Chinese balloon inside of it. <laughs> it's definitely got some Chinese components, I can assure you. So? Super Bowl, baby. One time a year. Philadelphia. Last, last weekend, about I get seven. to lose money this year on football. Who scores first? Oh, Philadelphia. Kansas City. Philadelphia. Now, I understand Mahomes was injured, but guess what? So was Hurts. <laughs> He's really Hertz injured now. Injured They're too. just not telling y'all. That, that man's got one Hurts has been injured, too. But even though he was injured, he threw four touchdowns in the last game. Yeah, but he's got to play Philly's defense, man. That is a night and day against Cincinnati and Philly's defense. Cincinnati is good defense. AFC don't play defense. Cincinnati is good defense. Shit. Well. Decent, but they're not Philadelphia's defense. According to Vegas, it's a a one-and-a-half point spread, y'all. The over and under is 50. I would probably take the under, but I would certainly take the one and a half. Yeah. Kansas City plus one and a half. And and look, I love Mahomes. I think he's a great quarterback. I just think at that level in the Super Bowl, you got basically one and a half legs if you're giving him somewhat of a grease there. It's gonna be tough, man. It's he's gonna be tough against weeks. that defense. He's had two weeks to heal. Let's let's <laughs> he's I'm, had two weeks to heal. Philly is, I stepped in a hole a month ago and it still hurts. <laughs> <laughs> he might have better recuperative powers yeah, right. than he you have. A little bit younger. Than <laughs> hey, you know what? Instead of laying like a beer bet or whatever, I want to bet because uh, I suck at these games, although I enjoy playing them. I want to bet a two answer lead in our next crime game that Mike, Mike does. Okay. You take Philadelphia, I take Kansas City. And And what do we get if we win? I the, you get, before you the get game the starts, you get start. two. You, I thought get, we were betting beer. We could bet beer too. I think we should bet beer. All right, let's bet beer and the yeah. two episodes. All right, let's do that. And but you got to make the spread. So mine is Philadelphia mine. plus seven. No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. Okay, no, it's so, no, minus no. one and a half. I know, I know. But since there's three of us, uh, you have to have another component because if right. two of us pick the same team, then. Two okay. people win and one does. Well, but shit. The, I mean, somebody's got to be the house if the two people pick the same. Oh, team. so the guy that yeah. loses actually loses twice, and or wins or twice. wins twice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that'll be it. Since we're both going to say Kansas City, right? Well, and it, so yeah. Kansas City plus one and a half. Oh, so you want the money point. line? Money yeah. line. It's a Super Bowl. It's one and a half point game. Yeah, you're right. You want them to right, win. All right, all right. So we'll throw the we'll throw Vegas out the window. I, all right. If I win, that's to your advantage, Gordon, in Vegas. You're, um, I'm, we're losing a, a point and a half. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you pick I them call, straight up. Yeah, I take, I take, I take them straight up, Philly. All right. And so the wager is. How much beer are we talking about? Well, case of beer. Case of beer. 12. 12 pack. Case. All right. I drink a lot of beer. All right. 24 pack. <laughs> Four four six packs of Shinerbach. That'll work. Shinerbach. Have you never That's had the it? Best beer yeah. ever. It's the oldest brewery in Texas. Shinerbach. You need to sponsor me. I got my your shit in my bar. Um, Thirty years ago, you couldn't even get it in Louisiana. You can only get it in Texas. And but it is the oldest brewery. Um, way back in the early eighteen hundreds, the German settlers came over and sold the town of Shiner, Texas, but they brought their own brewmaster. That's how important beer was to their culture. So it's the oldest brewery in Texas, and it's great beer. And probably the second oldest in the United States, Yingling yeah, being the oldest. Yeah. Wow. But it makes Real you, Life, Real Crime Daily brought to you by yeah, Shiner. It makes you, it makes you <laughs> taste Yingling. like ass. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard of it. I don't think I've ever had it. Yeah. Um, you got to get it in a cold 
There's nothing finer than an icy cold shiner. <sighs> Put it in a cold mug. In a bloody Angola beer mug. Frozen. Frozen. Uh, yeah. So before you freeze it, you got to take the mug and just rinse out real quick in the sink and then throw it in the freezer. When you get it out, it's already got ice on it. Smoking. I may try and have that Smoking. experience at my in-laws watching the Super Bowl this weekend. Yeah. The Beautiful. Make, make sure they protect your TV. Good luck. Enjoy the game. Be safe. All right. Go, uh, you know, uh, everyone go root for your favorite team this Sunday. And uh, we don't will. beat your significant other yeah, and protect don't do your that. TVs. That's right. And uh, don't go to Chicago for chicken wings. Yeah. Because they don't have any. <laughs> That's right. And uh, we are to Tennessee. Oh, I'm not going to read it. We, we'll <laughs> see y'all Monday for the next. Real Life Real Crime Daily. But until then, I'm Jim Chapman. And I'm Woody Overton. And I'm Mike Agavina. For Real Life Real Crime Daily, peace. Peace. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.